0: Otherwise, with Shadow Twala, see the world from a woman's point of view.
1: Well, thanks, Darshan. Um, welcome to Otherwise, um, with me, Shadow Twala on SAFM. Hazel Makazeni, our producer, and Albert Klassen is our technical producer for today. We'd invited, a COO of the original family, origin family-centered maternity hospital, Sydney Grove, uh, as part of Pregnancy Awareness Week, and you know he's going to talk to us uh, about sharing good advice for expectant mothers but i'll put it into const- into context by um, giving you this what would have been my lunch bite but uh, it's it's a quote by Shannon Brown who who is uh, part of natural birth stories Says I'm passionate about showing women that they do have options about their birth experience. Birth doesn't have to be a scary experience filled with medical interventions, and more importantly, it doesn't have to be a one-size-fits-all event where you're told or pressured into doing anything that makes you uncomfortable. Well, we'll find out more from Sydney uh, as as he joins us to to talk to us about. What women can expect. I must tell you, Sydney has assisted and delivered twenty-three thousand babies, and he pioneered water birth in South Africa. A qualified professional, registered nurse, and you know, I, that's that's the other exciting thing that I'd like to talk to Sydney about because he is he's he's one of the very few males that go into this male female dominated uh um, profession so um as soon as we get to speak to sydney we'll, we'll 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 put him on air but we'll take a little break right now um and give you some music Well, welcome to Sydney Hervé. Is this Hervé, Sydney?
0: That's right, you've said a good afternoon to you.
1: After, oh, yeah, your voice does tell me you're a midwife. <laughs> <laughs> How would you know that? <laughs> it, it's soft, so you, you've, you've been tenderized in many ways. <laughs> I, I, I found a quote, Sydney, that says, Faith isn't the epidural, it's a midwife who stands next to me saying, Push! Exactly. <laughs> it's supposed to hurt.
0: Well, you know, there's one part of the left out. Before you push, you say, take a very deep breath. Now be calm. Close your nose and push down and not in your throat. Does that sound better to you?
1: It sounds a lot better. Close your nose so that all your energy goes into Correct. the push. Correct, yeah Sydney, I've always had a problem and, and, and welcome by the way and thank you so much for your time and for waiting for, to talk to us. I've always had a problem as I, as, as, as I grew up wanting to know why women needed to give birth on their backs as opposed to uh, standing up or against a wall like we used to in the olden days.
0: Well, to be quite honest with you, I'm not sure whether I'm going to be very popular after answering this, but I'm very willing <laughs> to take the chance. You know, traditionally, there's lots of, of, of things in place, um, which is not changing, um, and hopefully our hospital is going to change the face of that and being the trailblazers in it. But quite frankly, you know, for a woman to lie on her back whilst being in labor mm-hmm. is probably the most unnatural position, if I can say that, to do that. For the simple reasons, probably more comfortable for the staff than it is for the patient. And I think it just was kind of implemented, you know, in the hospitals for a very, very long time. And that is kind of thing what sort of was taken forward um, without our and the people themselves opening their mouths and really coming up for the right to say, listen, this is not very comfortable for me. Can I lie on my side? Can I stand on all fours? Can mm. I stand up? Mm. Um, can I bend forward, etc., etc., you know? Um, of course, if the circumstance is allowed, one mustn't forget that. But yeah, you know, the question that you're answering, it, the the real answer is, First of all, I'm really sorry that you hadn't been in that position, but at least I've changed my mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've changed your mind because you also introduced uh, water birth in South Africa.
0: I did. I did. Look, I mean, in the Western Cape, um, I was probably the pioneer for it in a formal way, you know, in a a mainstream uh, private hospital where it was done. And it actually happened accidentally. Really? Um, you know, where a patient came in and said, listen, I don't think we're ready for it, you know, and then she used the water for pain control, and then it all happened simultaneously, and, you know, I'd, I took the chance of doing it and made sure that the principles and the scientific principles are in place, you know, without uh, being too daring. But then what happened was became very demanding, and that's now 22 years ago, you know, and, mm, but mm. it has been done in other places before that, but not in a formal way, you know, and there are a lot of private methods who are doing very good work, we have, for example, a midwife that joined our team, um, Henny de Beer, who is a clinical midwife specialist that has been doing water deliveries as well for the last 18 years in Johannesburg. We are very, very pleased to have joined our team um, in in Orange and Hospital. You mm-hmm. know, so mm-hmm. that's, but the water birth concept is a real thing; it's not a phase, as people will think. And as a matter of fact, in our hospital, we will have six water birth pools for 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 making use of this facility.
1: So, uh, and we'll talk about that in a bit. I, I, I'm, I want to know from you what procedure, and moms that are listening, one has just discovered that they're pregnant maybe a month or two ago and is wondering about the first thing women go to is friends and talk to them about uh, what they should do. They will go to the doctor as well or go to the Internet. But how should women empower themselves as, at, as to what choice to make with regards to childbirth?
0: I think the principle they show, you know, is, is is quite clear. Um, and that is that um, women who are discovering that they are pregnant, very early pregnancy, they should they, they want to feel safe. They want a person, one person, to really look after them and make them feel secure and warm and safe, you know. And we are going to try and do that in our, in our facility. But in, in essence, it is important that they go to a care provider, first of all, that's properly qualified, that is accredited and that has accredited qualifications, so that they can start the journey um, of this. And, in fact, one of the 13 points in our our family-centered principles of of care, doing antenatal, which is your time when you're pregnant, and labor, is, in fact, to be looked after by one person, you know, Mm -hmm. and not several people altogether, you know, because otherwise it becomes very fragmented. And the totality of the care is not really desirable.
1: How soon do you start this relationship with the caregiver?
0: Most people really, you know, start this relationship when they find out that they've missed their first period mm-hmm. and they have early signs of pregnancy, you know, like tenderness of the breasts, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And um, then they, they go out. And we have a fantastic guide in South Africa called The Expendant Mother, um, or Expendant Mother, which is nationally available at most clinics and, and caregivers and, and so on, whereby they can look at the province and actually look up an index. Um, of caregivers and and professional nurse midwives, you know, that can provide this care. Or, of course, they choose a gynecologist, you know, Mm -hmm. that is really their care. Um, The new model of care that is being introduced is really midwife-led care, which is what we're going to do at the Origin Family Centered Maternity Hospital because um, we want to work on a system where what they've been doing in England and Scandinavia and also in in Canada, you know, where midwives are rightfully taking their place back in society Mm. um, as professionals. And and looking after women in care for low-risk cases, and particularly because they are very able to look after most obstetrical emergencies until it reaches the, the end of the scope of practice, for example, wanting to, you know, having to go for a cesarean
1: section so so, just explain to us the difference or, or the support you get from a midwife and what you should expect from your midwife how far um, to go with them um, until until after birth
0: well I think it's a it's a it's a wonderful and an interesting journey um you know that when you are choosing a midwife and particularly if you're a low risk case of course you can become high risk in which case the midwife refer the patient out either temporary or, or permanently to a gynecologist or a higher and um, the journey starts with a because the consultations start off of actually quite longer, it's about half an hour anything from a half an hour to an hour whereby the emotional and the psychological aspects of pregnancy, um, in, and how it affects the woman, and how it affects the family, you know, yeah. is, is being accentuated. For example, if a baby is born, it's not just the mother who's bearing the baby, whose life is changing. It's the father who, who, who's part of that pregnancy. It's the new grandmother, the new grandfather, the new, the new sister, the new brother. It's a whole family and holistic care which is being entered into. And the midwife spends a lot of time, you know, preparing the family as such for the for the newcomer, and then after the birth, we still follow up this this particular person, and in our case, for example, we're going to have a mobile unit, um, which will be completely new in the Western Cape, whereby they will go home after 24 or 48 hours, mm-hmm. and um, they will be taken care of um, by one of our midwives at a home visit, um, supporting that, again, for about at least an hour or so you know helping with breastfeeding looking at postnatal depression the possibility of that and the maternity blues etc etc so the the care that is given is very comprehensive
1: Sydney, mm. you know, I'm going to invite you. I'm glad you're in Cape Town. I'm going to invite you to come and, and sit in our studio, and hopefully, we can take some calls from expectant mothers, and 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 get to share some of their moments with you. But for 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 this week, what uh, what can where can we go to find more information uh, as it's Pregnancy Awareness Week? Shall we go to your website? And can we?
0: Yes, you can absolutely. I mean, you can actually go to our website, which is www. Origin Maternity Hospitals with an S at the end of that, mm-hmm. .co.za. And you will find a very comprehensive website with all the services. And if you want to find out more about pregnancy as such and have education for that, any clinic in South Africa, any good clinic and most of your government hospitals, most of your private hospitals now for this week runs a program whereby they give out pamphlets and, and education and where there's antenatal classes that they can attend. And if it's too early for the Internet of Classes, they can simply find them at once, you know, by, by calling us, and we will be able to direct them, you know, and say to them, um, and which province, etc., etc. And then all these people will be able to give them some some information, you know. And the whole concept of of um, creating a one stop shop offering where pregnant women and parents have access to specialists ranging from anything like we will have fetal medicine experts to obstetricians, physiotherapists, chiropractors, and more. We will be able to find at a place like us, you know. Um, our, our CEO, Suzette a uh, reserves and and deserves also a lot of credit for this when she as a social entrepreneur, you know, he's also the founder and shareholder of of Origin Family Centered Hospital. Mm -hmm. And the whole um, vibe and goal of, of this facility was to make sure that women are entitled to know what they need to know about pregnancy so that they can feel safe and that we see it as a sacred experience.
1: Hmm. I really would like to have you in the studio one of these days, and, and we must talk about your award for the 1988 Planet Hollywood Explosion.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I'd like uh, to talk about that too. Yeah. But Sydney, thank you for your time, and we'll catch up with you.
0: Absolutely, and thank you so much for having me on your show, Shadow.
1: All right, take care now. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye uh that was as part of pregnancy awareness week we'll, we'll bring sydney in so that mums can communicate with him especially pregnant mums